0: And here we go. What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Isaiah Jamel, and this is the Lego Effect podcast. Definitely appreciate you coming on by and hanging out with me. You can catch us here every Wednesday for new episodes, uh, but definitely be sure to drop me a note, drop me a line on social media. I'll definitely respond back to you. And uh, let's get it done. Here we go. Welcome back to the Lego Effect. And the crowd goes wild. (laughs) Oh, man, it is great to be here. Like I said, I'm so excited. Uh, Tonight's going to be life altering, everybody. I promise you. Uh, The conversations we're about to have is about to be off the charts. So please share this. It's available now on YouTube. You can catch it on Facebook, Periscope, uh, over, everywhere you can find it. Okay? So without further ado, we're going to get this started. We're going to bring out first, uh, James got it. Now, James is, is a phenomenal worship leader. Uh, he lives in Georgia. Uh, he is a worship leader at Victory World Church, which is, which is a, a phenomenal ministry, uh, a huge ministry. Um, they have the right intentions, they have a huge file, And, you know, their purpose and their goal at all times uh, is leading um, everyone to Christ, not just a particular one, everyone. Um, And that's those who are found and those who are lost, okay? Um, And I I commend him. He is a phenomenal musician. He is a phenomenal singer. He's a phenomenal songwriter and a phenomenal man. Understand what I'm saying? You know and i i can't say uh, enough about him i'm gonna bring him on and i'm gonna let him introduce himself as well um and then once we do that and then we'll bring on uh percy robinson as well all right so without further ado please welcome to the stage everybody <laughs> Mr. James Goddard, what's going on with your brother?
1: What's going on, man? What a hey, what an intro, man!
0: I, listen, I tried. <laughs> I tried, man. I, I sat there and I said, "Dude, don't mess this up. Uh. <laughs> don't mess this up. You know, take your time and really think about how to give my man this proper due." But what's going on with you, man? How you doing?
1: Pretty good, man. Pretty good, I man. I was saying to
0: myself. I was saying to myself, man, I was like, yo, look at that mic. I was like, I want one of those, <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> you know, I'm going to be real honest with you. This is this is my boy, uh, Jamal McGee. He's one of uh, our worship leaders at Victory, and uh, he allowed me to take some of his gear and some of his rig home. Mm just to be able to record from home and stay creative and things like that. So shout out to my, my boy Jamal, because this is totally there his is. his rig and he's spoiling me a good bit. So there it yeah, is, man.
0: We thank you, man. We thank you. So uh, how was your day today, man?
1: Bro, today was uh, really good. Took it easy with the family. We are still, uh, you know, our, our, our doors are still not open right now. Um, the, the church is not closed. The building is closed. The church is still very much on the move, is still very much out here, you know, loving on people, loving on the neighborhoods, out on the streets. But the building is closed right now. Uh, Still, I think we're maybe opening up in in like a month or so. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're doing tons during the week. But yeah, it's super, super interesting on Sundays. You know, we're we're streaming. We got like five services now, I think. Yeah, like like a Saturday night and four on Sunday. So we're. We're doing what we can, man, and people are 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 streaming and tuning in. So it's been really cool, man. God's doing awesome. a lot awesome. right now.
0: So so, but I know um, I've seen a lot of victory online. Yeah. And um, obviously you, you guys operate at a pristine level. Um, we you try, know, you know, it's it's I mean, it's really great. You know, I really you know, I'm one that I really love uh, production. Yeah. You know. Um, I think production enhances the experience you for know, sure we are creating an experience obviously that experience is towards bringing everybody towards the source yeah okay which is God but we want to enhance the experience because there's so many different areas that people come through in terms of their ear, their musicality what they're used to hearing is so we want to make it as engaging. Yeah. Right. As possible for them. So can you can, can give us a little I know I'm kind of we, we're going to get to the nuts and bolts of our conversation, but yeah. I'm very interested. And I'm sure everybody else is interested as well um, into some of kind of the production that you guys do. Yeah. Um, and you guys can you know, those of you, you can you can look them up online at Victory World Church. Um, and, I'm you know, you, you'll you'll see for yourself. But you, shed some light on that.
1: Yeah, um, you know, I mean, first and foremost, with our our musicians and our teams, like you said, uh, you know, we're we're based in in Norcross, which is very close to Atlanta. Atlanta is mm-hmm. very diverse. Um, we we love our sound to be diverse, and we believe that that the style and 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 the the musicians that you give they put new flair and new flavor on it. And so, even even if we're doing a, a even something from a specific arrangement. We, we right. believe that that it that it sounds different because there may be like a like a like a gospel type drummer mm-hmm. and he may be playing CCM. And so he's going to bring some fills and some flavors, things like that. Um, sure. But we're all we're all telling the same story. And that is right. uh, is Jesus. And that is uh, to see him high and lifted up every single weekend at every single moment of worship. Um, right. You know, I'm I'm so grateful for the production team that we have. Um, you know and and i i think that our every single person on our team they are storytellers um you know i i i'll probably go into this a little bit more in the next several mm-hmm. minutes when when i kind of maybe talk about where i came from but i wanted to be a film director for the longest time before music and right. so for me storytelling is why i got into music is why i love the medium of music and it's what drew me to worship was to see and watch people fall in love with the story of God and watch people fall in love with, with the narrative that, that the Lord's downloading to people through music. Um, but yeah, our, our, uh, our production team, man, they're, they're pretty unmatched. They are amazing. You know, so whether it's from the lighting uh, whether it's from the sound, you know, whether it's from our broadcast mix and all that stuff, like we're just trying to tell the right story, the same story. And we're also trying to, give people a moment and an experience where everything else can melt away. Everything else is just centered and focused on Jesus. And that's all that matters. You know, we're not in the business of trying to take attention or, or focus the attention on ourselves as worship leaders or musicians, but we, we want it to be artistic and creative because we serve a creative God. You know, we were created by a creative God. And so, uh, nothing is really ever the same from weekend to weekend uh the people look different they sound different the the music sounds different the visuals are different and uh you know we we are definitely a a church that believes in excellence as well because we believe right. that that the gift that we want to give to god it, it needs to be a good one and it needs to be the best Absolutely. that we possibly can bring not okay not some not kind of there but like we want we want everything that we give to be a, a good and 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 excellent gift. We we believe that. So awesome, awesome. Yeah. So
0: w- where when did you know? When did you feel? When when you led? When did you get that that nudge from your film perspective and that mindset that you had that that w- that was going to be it? You know, yeah. Where it shifted to? Okay, I guess I'm going another way. W- when, yeah. when did that happen for
1: you? So, uh, I was, I was like a, like a homeschool kid, um, who, who I I grew up in the Midwest and so I'm from Illinois, uh, a couple hours South of Chicago. Um, I did, I did like dual enrollment, which is where I was in high school, but I was, I was going to a college. And so I was taking like high school, I was taking college classes that that counted for both. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there was one day where, uh, my my older brother, he was involved with, I think it was called InterVarsity Christian Fellowship. So it was this, you know, kind of Bible study gathering of just, you know, Christian people. It didn't really have any affiliation with any specific church. Um, and I was getting into musicals and stuff and just kind of getting in the choir with some of my friends. And <clears throat> long story short, he looked at me, uh, one of the leaders, uh, my, my brother's friends, he looked at me. He's like, James, you're, you're like starting to, you know, sing and stuff, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're picking up guitar, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, he's like, well, we need a worship leader for our large gathering, uh, in, in a month. And I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, right. well, we do like, you know, three to five people, Bible studies when, you know, every day, when whatever's best for people in their classes I said, we really need a, 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 a worship leader. I said, well, cool, man. I hope you find one. Like, I, I, you know, again, Definitely. I, yeah, I I was a kid, man. I was a high school kid in college, going like I'm just trying to to swim here because this is a sink or swim, and and he goes, cool. I said, hope you find one. He goes, cool. I'll see you next month. And I was like, hey, uh, uh, Jason, uh, you didn't hear me right. I said, I hope you find somebody. He goes, I did. I'll see you next month. And I go, dude, I can't even put out. You know, I was like, I think I was 16 at the time. I was like, dude. I can't even play chords and sing at the same time. Like, what do you want from me? I'm, I'm, I'm late to the game, to this music thing. And long story short, I, there's a, there's a high responsibility in my, just in my, you know, my DNA. And I just like, I went home and I thought about it. I was like, dude, if I don't show up, they're not going to have anybody. Like yeah, it is. I gotta, I so gotta show up. See how
0: that works. So instantly you felt the burden, the, the responsibility of the call.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Instantly.
0: And it it, start, it started just right then.
1: Yeah. And I honestly didn't really still even know what worship was, because, you know, to, to, to again, to be clear, I I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, my, my parents were believers. They were, you know, great parents. Uh, but the, the Jesus thing, it, it always felt like religion for the longest time. And at right. that stage of my life, I was really going, OK, I need to be all in or all out. And it, I think God used music and God used that that worship time for one, one for me to fall in love with God in those times and really hear His voice and to feel His love. Right. But man, the storyteller in me was like watching people fall in love with Jesus and lift their hands wow. and have amazing wow. moments where they're where they're getting on their knees and and they're crying and I'm just like this. The the storyteller in Dude. me was like. This is this is great. Uh, like I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I know that I know that God is really you know getting a hold of people. And uh, you know, again, long story short, I I started receiving calls from people mm-hmm. in various schools, like high schools in our county, and they were like, "Hey, we you know we heard about you. Would you would you mind coming and leading you know a team uh, uh, of worshipers?" at our like rally and things like that. And so I would start going to do things. And I was like, I don't even know how you guys got my number. I don't even know (laughs) how, you know. And so uh, again, I, there was, there was a defining moment where I said, God, like, I want to go to LA. I want to do this film thing. I love acting. I love, uh, I love everything about film. And the Lord just said, if you'll trust me, I, I got you. Like, if you follow this, I, if you trust me, I got you. And I said, OK. And so, you know, I, on a personal level, I, I needed discipleship. Uh, I didn't know what that word wow. really meant back in the day. But I, I was like, I don't want knowledge. I don't want information. I want revelation and I want discipleship. And so I moved down to Atlanta. Uh, one of my best friends was going through a, uh, a, a discipleship program that was based at mm-hmm. Victory. And I've been here ever since, man um wow was so blessed to to really once i moved down here to be surrounded by a bunch of mentors and people that just saw the diamond in the rough you know like they looked at me and said that word for word just hey man you're rough (laughs) but you you, you, there's a diamond in there somewhere and we really want to help you kind of unleash that we want to help you become a leader past past the creative past everything else we want we want we see that there's a shepherd in you, and we see that there's you know a love of people, and we want to kind of help you get to that level. So I'm I'm uh, very grateful for you know all the people that have influenced me and been a part of my life because I wouldn't be here without them for sure. Man, there's the show, you know. But
0: uh, <laughs> you know, it's so it's so important. You mentioned so many great uh, nuggets there, uh, and the key one that I took was discipleship. Mm. It's so important in we wor- as worship leaders that we first learn to follow.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Right. Uh in every area of our worship. Absolutely. Because if we don't know how to follow, number 1, we could never know what's needed. Yep. Right. And and if if we never know what's needed, we can't possibly be able to know what to pray for. Yeah. Understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just the the ripple effect that goes into being charged and prepared. Right uh, for the congregation, or even the person that you're just talking to one on one. Yeah. Right. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna get in that because I, I don't want to get too because we can we can kind of go. Yeah, I got you. I got one. you. <laughs> so I, I, I have my I have my man Percy. Awesome. Waiting in the green room. Awesome. And he he he's he's super excited. He's like, I want to get in on this conversation.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> so bring him in. He's
0: like, hurry, hurry up and bring me in here. So Let's without further ado, the crowd goes wild. Everybody, welcome to the stage, the virtual stage, that is. Uh, my man Percy Robinson. What's going (laughs) on, brother? What's up, dude? What's up, brother? How are you, sir?
1: I'm good, man. man? Nice to meet you.
0: I likewise, brother. Likewise,
2: man. I'm doing good. It's so backstage here. I'm glad to have you here. What a blessing.
0: Nice. Listen, it's it's really, you know, I'm here to um really just gain insight from you two hold on a second there's something going on there you go there's i'm really here to gain insight um you know from you from you both because you know you guys have such a rich valley of knowledge uh mm-hmm. in the worship arena and you know everybody you know percy is one of the most renowned worship leaders that i've seen in action i mean local i, 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 I promise <laughs> you everybody You know, i promise you like when this brother right here gets after it, you know, things start to change, mm-hmm. you know, and his, you can tell his heart is sincere. You can tell that the stuff that he sings or the songs that he sings, he's lived. And mm-hmm. even if he, and he, he searches for the ingredients to reach those who are listening to him, you know, and it, it's, and you can, you can see a person reaching and searching in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like there's our preparation uh that we go through as worship even as musicians before mm-hmm. we get to a service but then there's the attention to detail in the moment mm. right um and and that's one of the things that i mean i look up to you know um he's you know he's a father he I mean, a husband excuse me you know he he attends uh the change church uh in uh Ewing New Jersey i could have sworn it was Connecticut y'all i ain't gonna lie <laughs> Don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. But I thought it was Connecticut. Um, but he, he's a worship leader. He's a reformist. Um, and he is just a cool dude. Yeah. This is my dude right here. You know, if, if, if you need somebody that's going to check up on you, that's going to ensure that you're okay, that's going to put himself before others, this is the guy. Come on. Um, and my prayer is that we don't take him for granted. Um, thank you, brother. Um, you know, we don't take him. So but I'm going to digress. And, man, you know, talk to us, you know, tell us how your day was. You know, what's going on with you?
2: Um, I am. Well, I was running late. I um the family. Decided to have a family dinner because, you know, I guess everybody's believing God for that COVID got on the plane and left. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, they decided to have a family dinner, but they wanted me to do all the cooking. So I'm like, ah. so I'm, I'm a chef by trade. That so I love cooking. I love, you know, I love all that stuff. But um, I
0: did not know that.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, you're busy, so you wouldn't. But, um, you know, so (laughs) let me just, let me just say this. I love my brother Isaiah. Like he, we met, uh, about a year ago and instantly I just was like, yo bro, you're going to be my brother. Like just FYI. Like I need your credit card information, your social security number. You're (laughs) going to be my brother. brother. No. So I have this thing where I just immediately, I claim people. And, and I don't know why. I don't know why God allows me to do that. But it, it was a ministry assignment, and I just claimed him as my brother. But what I didn't know was that it was more than just hanging out. I realized that down the road, I would be literally covering him. And I don't even have to tell him that. But there's times when i told him that. And I believe that when God connects you to people and he assigns people to your life, that it doesn't really take a whole bunch of hoopla for you to do what God has called you to do. For me, for me, just because I know that God sent him my way, he's on my prayer list, I'm checking on him, I'm sending him prayers, and it's not even about for any public reason, I'm not putting on his public wall, the Lord told me to tell you, no. It's a text, you're covered, God Mm -hmm. got you, Mm
1: -hmm. you know.
2: uh, The journey is just as important as the destination. I just believe in that because I believe that for so long, we've been going about our days and going about our years and we've had no real connections. And my right. pastor always says, thank God for my pastor, Pastor Darius Daniels, who I love. He's my spiritual father. Yes. The greatest resources come from relationships. Yes. There is something that God will allow us to connect to as brothers. And I don't know what it is right now, but I do know that down the road, there's gonna be something that I might be able to use that God mm-hmm. is orchestrating the connection. And I right. just believe in that. One of my prayers when I was younger, and I know I'm, I'm talking a mile a minute because I'm yeah. late.
0: You're good, man. But. <laughs>
2: But one of my prayers uh, years ago, I was I was leading worship at uh, one of my, my former church, and I began to cry at the pulpit, and I just was like, "Lord, what's going on?" And he was like, "You're ministering, uh, you're you're ministering to the people as if they're just people, but they're my children," and and I didn't I didn't understand that. He said, "Pray for my heart. This is the Lord speaking. Pray for my heart. Uh, let me let me show you my heart for my people." And I was like, what does that mean? He said, fast for a week. I went up to the choir stand and I broke down because I felt such a, it was like, you know, in the video games when someone throws you their heart and you see like the heart, you're like, ooh. It was something right. like that where I began to see people, not just congregants, but they were hungry. Their souls were thirsty. And we're, because we're so comfortable and so familiar, we just right. we just treat people as if they're just, Oh, that's sister so-and-so, that's brother so-and-so. But yet sister so-and-so made it through one of the hardest weeks of her life. Hmm. And God allowed me to see further than just the actual person. He allowed me to see their heart, their story, uh, their journey. And I began to minister to people so much more effectively because I was ministering to them from God's heart perspective, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah,
2: yes. Yeah. And I believe that he wants us to see it his way. How can we minister effectively when we don't have the heart of God, nor do we have the heart for his people?
1: Right. Right.
2: We're just entertainment. Right. Just like just like the people that are on the stage that we pay 100 dollars for. They're like, yo, welcome to my content. Hey, hey, good night.
0: Yeah, right. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? And, but yet we're and, paying for and start $100. late. And start <laughs> you say what? You say and start what? And start late. And, and start late. late. But the point
2: of the matter is that we're paying for entertainment. These people that are coming before us, that God allows us to come before us. They literally need a word. They need a touch. They need a visitation. They need God to come and sit in. And our responsibility is to say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. But whatever you want to speak through me, do it. Yeah. Because if right. you get Percy, I tell people all the time, if Percy performs, this is what happens. When God steps in the room, life change happens. Yeah. I want God to step in the room.
1: Yeah.
2: His presence is everything. On, everything. Everything. So yeah, that, so that was weird. my day. <laughs> Listen, day. Listen, what a day! What a day! That was my day.
1: What,
0: yeah. What a day!
2: Yeah, a day. right. <laughs> and you want to
0: know what? And and you want to know what? Something that that was very thought provoking that you actually just ended with, and you said, and you basically alluded to, you know who you are. Yeah. And you know what you present, and you and you mm-hmm. said it's like when it's me, when it's Percy, they clap.
2: That's it. it's not me. Yeah,
0: things change, mm-hmm. but the acknowledgement of the separation of the two is what's so mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've actually identified that it's not you. Correct. Correct. Right. Which is yeah. it, it's the most breathtaking thing and almost relieving thing in the world because it really alleviates the pressures that yeah. we sometimes feel. Yeah, as the performer mechanism kicks. Absolutely. Out. Because we all want to sound good, we want to look good, we want to do. You know, all the things that are, you know, uh, quote unquote popular. Correct. You know, we, we, we want to be that person that people mm-hmm. are in awe of.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: That, that's, yeah. The, that's the self side. That's the flesh side. But then when you can actually say and be okay with the fact that's that the, this, is, this is not necessary. I am, yeah. not, I am not necessary. That's just good. Just me being used is.
2: That's good. Yeah, because being know, being, no, some as you just said, being okay. That's the hard part because being okay realizing that this is not the Percy show. My pastor was talking a few weeks ago about being self-reliant versus god-reliant. Yes. And it was so important because you know, me and my friends have this joke where we where we we text and we say, "Hey, um, what are we doing today cuz I'm a big deal." That's a joke that we say to each other. <laughs> you know, we 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 really do say that we'll be like, yeah. "Hey, um, uh, I need, when I go on minister next week, I'm going to need three towels, four Oreos, one bag of chips, and three wings because I'm a big deal. This is the <laughs> joke that we have amongst ourselves. But at the end of the day, when you realize who you are and whose you are, yeah. you take a step back and say, there is nothing that I can do for you but maybe put a smile on your face and maybe, you know, tickle your little fancy of a good note. But yeah. when, there is a, when there is a need internally, I can't. I can't do it. Right. I, I can't, right. you know, God's love, God's presence is eternal. Right. My, fa- my tickle your fancy is temporary. Right. And I had to realize that because I'm like, wait a minute, are they clapping for me or for, wait a minute, what, what's going on here? What, what am I doing? What, what am, what, it, it, am I doing this because I need affirmation? Am I doing this because I'm looking for applause? Like there's times in my life where I was like, oh, I'm doing this because I can, but not because I'm called. And I had to take a step back and say, whoa, 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 whoa. I can no longer just do this because I can. Mm-hmm. I literally need God to say, this is my assignment, and I'm going to grace you for the assignment. When God steps in and graces you for the assignment, what looked like hard work becomes, oh, thank you, Lord, because without you, I could not have done this. Yeah.
1: You know, There's so I, many things I, in I, our
2: life. You know what I mean? There's things in our lives that can hinder us and, and prohibit us to go further, but God literally breaks things apart and says, don't worry, because where I lead you, just follow me. Look what happened when he called Peter to the water. Peter would have never walked on water until what? Jesus bidded him to come.
0: Yeah. right. You know? Right. And you want yeah. to know what? That's, that's, that's so great. And you guys have, you, you both have basically given um, onus and credibility to the fact that Worshiping is the nutrient necessary, mm-hmm. right, to endure yeah. the trials that we go through. Oh yeah, you know, praise is amazing, mm-hmm. it's life-changing. It's uplifting. Worship connects you in a different way.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: and in the times that we're in, we need to connect in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, so with this conversation, and it's it's so great that we can organically see and feel even virtually yeah that the skill sets that we present individually all have a, a unified goal absolutely hmm. understand what I'm saying um so if if, if you guys don't mind um, I'd like you to before we even move on could you give us some insight um, to the congregations because obviously you know I'm intentional, um, about what I do right. and, you know, because of the times that we're in, we want to be very, I'm being very specific, mm-hmm. uh, because there is a certain question that's lying out there, um, that we want to tackle. Mm. Uh, right. Um, and that one of those underlying questions is what's going on with the church community and how are we staying uplifted as worship leaders to attach ourselves yeah. to this tree Because we are all hurting in our own way. Yeah. Right. Um, So, Percy, you have a hurt. James, you have a hurt. Uh, Me, I have a hurt. But they all come from a different arena and we want to tackle those arenas. Um, So, James, tell us about your your congregation.
1: So, like like I said earlier, you know, uh, we're really close to Atlanta. Um, Our church is about 30 years old, we are one of the most diverse churches in America. It was such a, it was such a God ordained thing, little, little history. When our pastors planted the church, uh, our county was predominantly white. And when, when the thing that's called white flight happened and everybody tried to move away from the city and more toward, you know, the newer suburbs, all of the uh, all of the, the cultures came in because we have this massive international airport. And so 30 years ago, God ordained our church to be right where it is, located where there's all of this amazing culture and there's all these amazing different nationalities. And so our church, we have over 100 nations represented in our church and uh you know when we lead uh i always you know we we remind ourselves this is what heaven looks like it doesn't look white it doesn't look black it doesn't look it just it looks like every single color every single culture um to to address uh kind of where people are at right now um you know we did a we did a panel in regards to everything that's happening you know uh pandemic wise i f- we feel like we've we've addressed a lot obviously it's it's ongoing it's it's not over uh right. coronavirus did not just take a break you know <laughs> but uh you know specifically we did a panel in regards to just everything all the racial tension the the rioting the looting the the deaths of all these people in the streets uh police brutality et etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. um and the one thing that you know they were asking me, like, what am I seeing as 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 someone who's white, who's here at the church, who's 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 mm-hmm. planted, what what am I feeling? What am I seeing? And um I just see a lot of fear right now. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that was said at the beginning of, of COVID-19 was this uh, this virus will bankrupt more people than it will kill. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, come on, man. We live in America. People are grinding for that money. They want that American dream. And right now, um, you know, I I was thinking about it the other day. I felt like the Lord said, I'm disciplining my sons and daughters. I'm pruning my church. Mm. I'm cutting off the fat. I I am getting, I'm getting rid of the chaff right now. And, and, you know, I was, I was in kind of in my prayer time and my worship time. And I was like, I was just crying. I was like, God, all of, all of this, all of this injustice, all this murder, um, it's not fair. You know, all of these people who are dying due to this virus, it's not fair. Yeah. And, and just feeling this pain and, and, and really, again, trying to put my mind in, in the same space, in the headspace as uh, my brothers and sisters out there. And, and I felt like the Lord just said, I've got them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I discipline those that I love. He mm-hmm. reminded me of that. And, and I'm a dad. I have four kids. And, and I always remind my, my, my son, hey, man, I'm having this conversation not because I'm trying to get on you, because I love you. I'm trying to teach you something right now, homie. Like, and, and he'll be like, I know, I know. No, dude, I love you. Dad, like if I didn't care about you, I wouldn't even talk to you, but I care about you and I want to have a conversation. And so right now, man, I think, um, you know, I would say our congregation is in a good spot because, you know, we 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 are moving our people from believers mm-hmm. to disciples. That's what we're about is moving our our, our people from being just a believer into being a actual disciple and a follower of Jesus. And so right now our people have a lot to stand on because they don't just believe it. They follow it. They walk it out. Um, But, you know, when we look at our our neighborhoods and when we see uh, um, all of the protests and all of the people right now that are on the streets really voicing uh, right now, for, for their fallen brothers and sisters you know there's a lot of fear man there's a lot of pain and um, as worshipers it, it is our duty um, and it is our, our highest calling to lead people with all of that weight and and, and yeah. you know in a sense like a bit like a biblical priest to t- to right. meet them and go okay, Here's what you need to do. Here's the outer courts and the inner courts and now the Holy of Holies and just allow them moments and times for them to lay their burdens and lay their fears and lay their pain at the feet of Jesus and experience that that life change. Because like you said, if it's just the James show, I, I might like scratch that genre itch and that musical itch for you, but I'm not going to yeah. change your life. Like on, only that happens in, in, the, in the presence of, of Jesus, you know? And I, I find myself praying this more times than I can count. And and I just, when I, when I'm leading a bunch of people, I just say, God, would you do, would you do the deep work that only you can do? Would you do the deep work in our hearts that only you can do? And, and I think, I think we can work on ourselves. We can, we can change ourselves. We can craft ourselves. We can do all those things, Mm-hmm. But the reason that we always come back to those moments of worship is because there's a deep work that only the Holy Spirit can do, and we have to give him access. So uh, that was a crazy long answer in regards to <laughs> that no, question. That's, that, but
0: that's, a, that's okay, because we, we want to identify with the man and we want to identify with the heart. Yeah. And that's why I yeah. called this, um, you know, because it's so important that people see men worshiping.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it's such a powerful tool and a powerful visual when they see a man worship. Amen. Um I mm. love I love my you know my women my uh my lady worshipers this is no you know uh dismiss of of that. Uh, but there's something <laughs> that there's something that that that, in, that ignites something yeah. when they see a man worship, you know. Uh yeah. before before I listen before I go on a tangent. Uh Percy tell tell us about your congregation man and Kind of what, what's the state and the feel and you know of of what's happening today?
2: Yeah. So I mean, right before this all happened, uh, we were in this um this phase of really uh so our out the basic principle of our church is life change. Uh yeah. changing one life so it changes another life. In other words, this like you said, discipleship. And my pastor, I thank God for um just the way he leads because his whole his whole heart behind it is just make have a God uh, God first lifestyle. Um if if no if there's never a stage again, if there's never an opportunity for us to sit in a seat, make him first. And I think this really allowed us to really it it, it put everybody in this place of Am I really equipped? Am I really a disciple? Am I really as 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 um faithful as I really say I am? Yeah. This really it, it really, you know, it's so funny because in our church we have like spotlights and lights and everything and everybody's under the lights and we're worshiping the lord and smoke machines and we're just like hallelujah (laughs) the glory's coming you know the glory falls and everything but i believe that there's a bigger spotlight on us now because now we have no church to lean on in regards to the building yeah the building is closed but the church is still open because we are the church but now this allowed us to say whoa wait a minute can i get to god for myself do i need the team to say lift your hands and worship the Lord that's
1: good and I
2: think that this is so important because in my prayer time in my devotional time the Lord was like reset yeah. and I was like huh reset mm-hmm. and I just I just was like uh I don't get it like I don't, I'm not understanding what and he literally took me <clears throat> to the picture of a phone that used to work really good mm-hmm. but then something kept freezing. It was working, but it was freezing. It was some glitches, but it was working. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Percy, put the books down and read my book. Wow. And I was like, read your book? What are you talking about? I'm reading all these, all these different passages, all these different uh, books on worship. I'm reading, you know, how to create a, a great life at home. I'm, get back to my word. I had to go back to the manufacturer's manual i had to go back to the original manual to really really reset i had to recalibrate i had to really make this a oh my gosh like lord am i just doing this out of obligation and out of and we can be honest here this is an honest form right you know (laughs) because i believe truth brings freedom you know what what i mean and it's just like you see so many people just operating because they can and they're operating because this is the position but the lord was like now i want to take you further I need you to come back to me. So I said all that to say that we're in a state of resetting and coming back to the heart of the matter. Yeah. So that when we get back together, it will never be a, it will never be back to normal. But when we get back together, we won't need a we won't need an excuse. We won't need a a, a we won't need any cheerleaders. Okay. I, I I've been building altars for the last couple of months. I've been I've been going to empty parking lots, sitting in my car facing trees and houses and mountains and feeling the presence of the lord while i sat in my car and i said no one sung a song Mm. there was no intro yeah there was no scripture there was just a father i thank you
1: yep Mm.
2: and and he wants he's drawing us to this because he's like you guys have relied on a building
1: that's good man. now you
2: have to rely on me yep And this is where I believe we're at as a church. My pastor started a series called Insecure today. (laughs) It blew me away to the fact that we have been operating not fully in what God has called us to do because we're so insecure on, I don't know if that was really God, but I'm going to go with it. I'm not really sure if I'm really equipped. It goes back to this whole self-reliant thing. What has God shown you that will allow you to say, God showed me, So that's what I'm going to do. Like when someone says, if you make a right down that street and make the first Mm -hmm. left and make the next right, you'll end up at the destination. What is God saying to us in regards to direction for our life? So we're resetting so that we can hear from him clearer. Mm -hmm. Now we can say, I am the sheep. I am the sheep. Oh my God. His sheep knows his voice. I can hear his voice now. Clearer. My prophetic. Mm -hmm. Clearer. My discernment is clearer. I'm saying things and I'm seeing it happen now because my connection to him is now, there's no, there's no foil wrapped around the wire now. It's just yeah. a clean connection. Yeah, And this is what he's calling us to. He's calling us to a real connection. Because after this, the people are going to need him in a
0: stronger way. In a stronger way. and that In a stronger way. You just segued me to that next point because you have both stated your, your revelations in your worship moments in time. Yeah, uh, James, you 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 said you know we're at a place where we are becoming disciples to the need, yep. you know, and yep. like you said, you know, this is a reset. We are all getting back to the center, right? Um, but what happens now? What happens now in you getting back to the center? But because of the dynamic in the world that we are, where people are losing hope, people are angry, uh, yep. people have. You know, they they don't know where the next check is gonna come from, you know, they're having issues buying groceries, uh, they're feeling alone. Those who are attached to the church building so much that feel lost because now they have they feel as if they have no attachment, yeah. Right. And they don't know how to necessarily reattach, right? Um, without the the comfort of having the community of the church, right? Your community now is you and your worth of experience, you know, you know, we do our, 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 services and, you know, but, you know, in addition to that, you know, there, there are many out there, many, many, um, who, who just don't know, who don't know. And with all those variables, how, how are you preparing now? You know, how are you preparing, um, to, to, to reach them, uh, mm-hmm. towards the revelation, not only you have gotten, but the level, the revelation that, your, your leader has bestowed upon you as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, something, something that, I I want to add to, to what Percy was saying. Um, I've been, because we've been apart, I've been leading a small group with a lot of my musicians and my singers and just basically just opened it up for everybody to come in because we, I, I, I lead for a young adult community during the week. Um, and so because we didn't have our normal kind of Tuesday service and check in with everybody, we needed that weekly check in with each other. And uh, something that I've really, as, as as the pastor of the team, just really try to get everybody to, to talk about is normally when we get together, we talk about music, we talk about set lists, we talk about transitions, we talk about Hey, I'm going to pray maybe around here or, Hey, I, I'm thinking about this scripture. So just kind of watch me for the changes, that kind of thing. We all show up, we have our homework ready to go, and we are about to just do this thing and go into the presence of God. And so normally we're talking about all that stuff and it's always kind of what we're doing centered. And I, and I just, mm-hmm. I, I looked at him and I said, guys, we have nothing to do right now other than, than be with each other and talk about life. And so long, again, like long story short, cause I want to, I want Percy to, to weigh in on this too. And, and I don't want to be long winded, but our conversations led us to, I, I asked my team this question, what would it look like if you gave this pandemic purpose? Mm. What would, what would you look like if you gave this pandemic purpose on the other side of it? What would you look like? Who would you become? And, and so we ta- we started talking about essence, right? It's not about, you know, like uh, I, it, Percy, I, I would hope that, you know, someone at your funeral would say Percy was, was a loving friend was so caring. <laughs> those kinds of things, not, oh man, he had the best voice ever. He was my favorite singer. Like that's cool now, but that is really not what I want in my, in my eulogy. I want this man love Jesus. He devoted mm. his life to reconciliation, people being reconciled to God, man to God. He was, he was oh, a wow. friend. He was a father. He was, he, he was a creative, you know, that kind of thing. And so I talked to my team about essence. And I, and I said, and, and a lot of people started, you know, kind of hopping in and go, yeah, like, I want to do this. Like, I want to do this with my time. And I said, hang on, hang on, hang on. A lot of you are, are thinking about what you want to do. And I said, depending, depending on your personality, a lot of you need to do less and become more. That's good. And that can sound real cheap on the surface, but, but you think about it. Well, I want my essence to be faithful. How do you become faithful? You sit with the faithful one that's never left you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: you be with him you let that faithfulness seep inside of you you study it you say God would you make me faithful if, if you want to become more loving and more patient God I want to sit with you and I want to hear your love and I want to feel your love and you because you are being with him yeah. you become more mm-hmm. something more than you could ever be by yourself and 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 so for me I, am I'm, I'm, I'm really drilling into my team. It's about your essence. It's, it's not always about what you do. It's, it's about um, who you become because when you actually become that, then you do more, you know, like if I can real quick shift to some of these racial tensions real quick, a, a lot of, um, a lot of our, our black brothers and sisters right now are shouting at the, at the white community. You need to do more. You need to do more and you need to do more. And I am behind that. Please, whoever's watching, don't hear me wrong. But what I also want to say and what I'm also trying to help my white brothers and sisters, people in my community is you can do more, but then you're probably going to get disillusioned if you don't see anything change. And then you're just going to get apathetic and you're going to stop. But when you become a listener, when you become someone who feels the pain of your black and brown brothers and sisters, when you become someone who sits and and weeps with people, you become someone who wants to see change, and then you go and do more. It always leads to you doing, but most of us are like, Yeah, I'll just do, 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 do. And and eventually that fruit just gets less and less and less. The roots have to have to have to go deeper and go, This is who I'm becoming. I am becoming a follower and a disciple of Jesus. I am becoming a man after God's own heart. I am becoming someone who sits in the goodness of God every day. And because I do that, I become someone more than I could ever be by myself. And then I am prompted to go and do something that I would never have the strength or maybe even the courage to do on my own. And so right now in regards to that, like that's, that's kind of how I pastor my team. And, and as far as the, you know, our people, uh, God's just saying, James, meet them where they're at. Because, you know, to be honest, guys, uh, I'm a white dude that's leading predominantly a, a, a congregation that does not look like me. Mm. And God's just saying, wow. take them, whatever they have in their hands, whatever they have in their lives, take them, James, to me, lead them to me. And I got it. And that wow, means, geez. hey, guys, it's OK to cry. Hey, guys, it is okay to be angry. Hey, guys, it is okay to not have any answers. But what's not okay is to keep all that bottled up. What's not okay is to let that be a wall from the presence of God. And so right now, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm, what I'm feeling as, as a worshiper, a creative is going to create moments where people can unload with the Lord, where they can unpack, where they can process, where they can mourn, where they can grieve. And that's where that pruning happens. That's where that discipline happens. It goes, hey, you might have looked for money for your safety and support. You put your faith in money. You no longer have that. You got to put your faith in me.
0: Yes. Yes. <coughs> man. James, you trying yes. to you, you trying to get folks to send you offerings in. <laughs> listen, you know. I'm
2: about to go to my
0: cash out. <laughs> hey man. Listen, listen. Hey man. But you 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 said something, and I appreciate your boldness and I appreciate your willingness to go there Mm -hmm. even without me prompting you, because I think you Mm -hmm. understand the moment that we're in. Yeah. Um, And the key thing that you said was listen. Yeah. Because at the, at the root of things individually, there's not much you can do. Yeah. This takes a village. Exactly. This takes the mindset to change and shift. I don't need your explanation yep as much as I need you to listen yep I don't need your soft words and your pat on the back as yep. much as I need you to listen yep because mm-hmm. if you hear me and I mean if you if you really sit down and, and you allow yourself to let everything that I say to you penetrate you without Having knowledge without wanting to decipher, without wanting to have a, a historical perspective attached to it, without right. if you just listen to me, yep, listen to the community, listen to uh, uh the, the the worshiper, listen, just listen and try to identify. Yeah, most things you'll see on your own, absolutely, you'll feel it, especially as a worship leader. Yep, because if you're really Tapped in, you know. One one thing at, at Restoration Christian Ministries uh with you know Pastor Keith Elcam, but that's my pastor. One thing that one of our mantras is being tied to the vine. Mm. If you if mm. you are attached, right, you won't you you won't have so many questions. You won't feel so weighed by things that you know are already coming. Okay, but I, yeah. I, let me digress because you, <laughs> Percy, that's you good. got it. You know you. Yeah, were,
2: you know it was a uh, there's so much he said that I, I just want to like jump on and just like go into you know ride into the hills with it because it was so rich um, I need to jump back and say <clears throat> that so many people have been uh, they're listening to rebuttal and not to understand and that's really the bigger that's yeah. that's a big yeah. issue. We really don't mm. have the time to talk about that but yeah uh, you know w- when we deal with fruit. Versus root, there's another issue because uh, so many people are dealing with the hardship and the scrutiny and the pain of it. But that's just those is just the that's just the fruit on the tree. That's those are the apples that we see. But we all know that there's a root to this matter. <clears throat> that it, it takes a while to dig into the root. You know, it takes Absolutely. it takes some time. <clears throat> so going back to what we were talking about, <clears throat> excuse me uh this year is a year that we've decided we, we we've we've declared more uh for our people so that's why i'm laughing because uh you know jane uh, he's probably he must be in our congregation or something he's he watching or something <laughs>
1: hey man i'll come to your congregation <laughs> you tell me where is that i'll come
2: no let me tell you because it's so uh you kept saying it just it made me laugh because um you know it's like how can god declare how can da- god allow us to declare more over a year, it looks like it's less.
1: Yeah,
2: And uh, it's so crazy sense. because we can't even comprehend it. And it's like, so do we keep telling the people that God's gonna do more? <laughs> like, like, do we yeah. keep saying that, well, we're gonna go with this because this is what the Lord told us. But mm-hmm. I guess some sometimes you have to, you know, when you dissect something and, and you say more, well, what is more? Well, maybe God wants more of me. Maybe God yeah. wants more from me. Wow. Maybe this is the time of sowing more into him so that mm. the latter will be greater.
1: Yeah mm.
2: like like we got to start seeing it differently, and one of the things that we were saying was finding purpose through the pandemic. Mm. Find purpose through it. I'm telling you all this. God is my witness. I have never sown so much financial seed in my life. Wow. Okay. Let me help you understand. December 27th, I was laid off from my job. Teacher, sir. A temporary layoff. I was supposed to get called back in March. I was quiet about it. I'm not one of those guys that put things on social media, take a picture and go, pray for me. You know, I'm just not, that's just not who I am. But what I will tell you is that I have never seen God move like this in what we call famine. Famine times, but God will give us streams in the desert. How do we thrive in times that look like people are dying? God's hand, (laughs) you can't deny it. It's the hand I have never shown Mm. so much. And I'm just like, Lord, I love you. I'm talking about paying for people's food, going Mm. to Dunkin' Donuts and paying for cars behind me. And I'm laughing driving away because I don't even want them to see me. I just want them to be blessed. I want them to understand that even in the midst of this time, racial tension, pandemic, quarantine, someone brought you a $3 cup of coffee. And you never know what that does for people. Yeah. So so our worship team, we're meeting every two weeks on the Zoom. I should have uh, I should have put money in the stock for Zoom back in December. I wish the
1: Lord would have showed me that. <laughs>
0: Hello. <laughs> Come on. Please, somebody, s- send me a note.
1: <laughs> we the
2: Lord should have shown us that. No, 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 we all missed it. Yeah. But we're spending time. And I, I, I heard something that that, that uh, was said. We're not talking about set list. We're not talking about uh, how we looked or attires. We're talking about how are you? Yeah. What's going on with you? And I think that's so important because we're so busy serving right. that we're missing the heart of the matter. We're seeing people as this just their service—that's the alto, tenor, and soprano, the drummer, the organist, the keyboard—but what about their life? How are you? Yeah, we played a game on Zoom two weeks ago. We sung, We had to make up a song. I had to make up a song with uh, uh, married with children. It was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a uh, holy That's spirit. <laughs> it was so crazy. It was so crazy. But I'm telling you that it took this time of uncertainty for us to draw closer and be more connected. There is purpose because of this. God will not allow us to die and and to go backwards. He's pulling us closer. And that's why we're we're getting more and more connected so that when we get out of this, we can really go further, faster. And that's my prayer for people, that God take you further, faster, because he will redeem the time. But it is your responsibility to get the blueprint and say, Lord, all right, I'm here. I don't know what's going on. I don't know when I'm going back to work. Yeah. No. But when I promise you that I can eat whatever I want to eat, there's gas in my car. I can buy a pair of sneakers if I would like. I can send money to anybody who needs. Well, don't get don't get it twisted, you know. But <laughs> personally, <laughs> you know, my Cash person, App brother. is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just it's just so it's just so encouraging. To see that what looked like something that was going to be uh, 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 damaging, I'm finding strength in it because I realized that my help comes from the Lord.
1: Yeah.
2: My help comes from the Lord. You know? Wow. So that's my little three cents. But uh, we are literally getting closer as a team and we're becoming not just a team, we're becoming family. Yeah. And I think that's so important. Because we have these things called change tracks where people are literally weekly being a part of a group, group meeting, small groups, small groups. So we're keeping people engaged. My pastor said a few weeks ago, I'm hoping that you guys are not just watching service, but you're worshiping. Yeah. Because people are so comfortable now going like this on Sunday morning.
1: Yeah. Right. Absolutely.
2: You know? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We actually still need to lift our hands without wrath and doubting and say, Lord, thank you, Father, for another day. Yeah. And it's to the point where I get out of bed, I am washing my face, brushing my teeth, putting on a pair of clothes, going to the basement turn on, and I'm like I because I have to. I don't want to lose that. I don't wanna lose that. You know? Wow. And uh that's just where I'm at. I'm just like, Lord, you know, I I can't wait to see what's on the other side of this, but but I'm not rushing it because I wanna grow through this.
0: Yeah. I wanna grow. I wanna
2: grow through this. I
0: wanna grow. Yeah. Wow. I I, I think it's it's so um, we cannot understate how important it is um that even as worshipers that we get in touch with the human side yeah um, of us yeah uh, absolutely. Some, sometimes we can we can get so hyper spiritual where we forget um that m- what my name is mm-hmm. you know we, we can call each other brother sister do you do you still do you know my name though yeah. Yeah. So you know, and I say that to say, do, do you know? Do you know me? Um, have you sought after me? Have you tried tried to explore uh, me outside to understand why I need this? Mm. Uh, it's it, it's it's so it's so important. I I would want to know um, now in everything that's going on. Uh, I mean, it's it it's it's. As for me, this has been an extremely burdening time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, extremely burden. I think, you know, personally, I've, I've even shared this with you um, and James as well, that um, there's so many different pulls uh, that happen, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes even the worship leader needs to be seated into in terms of that spiritual equity. Yeah. You know that that worship equity. You know somebody pouring into you. Yeah, we need a surge as well because we deplete mm-hmm. ourselves. Um, you know, in everything that we we attempt to do, right, and in following God. But I I, I want to kind of get more now to you as the individual, um, the man, the worshipper. How do you interpret um, what you hear, the revelation? while dealing with your particular truth as person, mm. as James, mm. your particular truth for you, your particular truth, not for what you need as a worship leader, um, right. but you as the worship leader for you, you know, because mm. we, we, we've deciphered the revelation for um, what's needed for home that we serve because we are servants. We serve worshiping as a leader. is We are serving those. Right. Yeah. Uh, but now when it comes to, you, when you're in your alone space, when you're watching CNN and, you know, if, you, if you're, you're, you're your son or your daughter comes and asks you a question or w- when you're having a conversation with your wife or, and you feel the weight of the yeah. world and you feel and you might have uh, a reaction whether or not that mm-hmm. reaction is emotional, whether or not that action is fear or pain or anger, you have a reaction. Where, where how are, personally, t- tell me as a as a black man right as a black mm-hmm. man that has experiences that has you know a home to cover has a wife to cover has himself to cover and and still stay in line and aligned with the revelation um yeah. where where are you you know what what have you experienced and gone through in terms of dealing with the injustices and dealing with um, the questions that you might be asked as a worship leader, because you know sometimes mm-hmm. we are challenged. Your God's yeah. so big, but how do you feel about this? Absolutely. Right? I'm Absolutely. saying your God's so big, but this person just did that, and you see another. You see another black brother doing this, and the cops are doing. But you still have to present Christ. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. When in actuality, yeah. and let's be real. Sometimes I want to give you the other version. Yeah, Correct. Right. Let, let's. Let, if we can be as transparent as possible, why? Because Absolutely. I have emotions. I'm a real person. Yeah. I have real. <clears throat> I have real blood ro- running through my veins, and God allows me to feel those things. Yeah. I'm not numb mm-hmm. to what's yeah. happening, and I have a reaction to it. So, what well, in terms of in, in in that context and in that realm, uh, what what's it been like for you in these last few weeks or a month or two?
2: So, to be honest with you, I I have a um i have a um i have a squad that i call them. i have a, a squad uh jesus had twelve but he took three with him he kind of like you know just uh um i'm very um i'm an emotional guy but i don't like to i don't put that i don't i don't i don't present that to everyone i don't know if that makes sense I, mm-hmm. not that i'm not that i'm walking around like this hard person i'm not ai i'm 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 a very nice guy i'm a big People call me Big Teddy. Bear, Listen, call me what you want. I don't care. But um, the, the truth of the matter is that I realized that I was so busy checking on people, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. I, I wasn't doing any self checks. I, I wasn't doing any. I wasn't making sure I was okay, mm-hmm. because I don't know where it came from. But I have this heart. Well, I, I know it's from God. But I'm an encourager, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my job is to make sure that everyone around me is okay. I, I just feel like it's just, it's a gift that I have. Uh, but but I started to realize that I need to not pull back, but I was like, Percy, what are you going to do to make sure you're okay? So I had to be honest, mm-hmm. open, and transparent. Uh, real relationships, they call it hot conversations. Mm-hmm. I had to be honest, open, and transparent with a select few Because there's this quote that says, be authentic with everyone, but transparent with a select few. Everybody can't handle transparency. That's right. So you have to be careful with that because you just can't let it all hang out. You know? So I had to go to my squad and say, hey guys, I'm really, really not feeling what's going on. Uh, And I'm giving you the, uh, I'm giving you the the new Testament version. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, uh, you know, (laughs) and I'm just, but it was real. It's like, I'm not, I'm not feeling this. I don't know what to do. I feel helpless. Now, this is the one that I just told you that's always there for everyone else. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like I knew, I didn't have the answer for me. And it was so hard for me to actually understand, oh my God, what are we going to do? The state of this, the, the temperature, the climate of everything. Oh my God, how, what do I post? What don't I post? Mm-hmm. How can I still represent the kingdom, represent me, and still come across in a positive way? Because I saw some posts that I wanted to copy and paste, but it was not. Guys, I saw a post last night. Are y'all ready for this? I saw a post on a worship feed Mm -hmm. that had Malcolm X looking down, saying that this bleep is bleep bleep bleep, on a worship feed. Wow! I promise you I'm not making this up. I said, no way. There is no way that I can put this out there and expect people to be Emotionally and, and and mentally stable because of this post. They're looking to so many of us for answers. And I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pause. Let me be still in order that he's God and, and really I'm gonna have some balance. I unplugged social media, I unplugged from the news, and I said, Percy, you have to calm down because I have been there. I I I've been there. I'm leaving, I I I get to Atlanta on Thursday, by the way. I'm flying into Atlanta on Thursday nice. for a week. Yeah, for a week I have to finish up and do some stuff, and uh, but last year in Atlanta I was in Dunwoody, mm. and I was at a place called J Alexander's. James, you heard, you heard about that restaurant? Yep.
1: Um, yeah, we're yeah. we're our and, trip and, is super close to there. Yeah,
2: and Isaiah, me and my two brothers were there, and we were having a really nice dinner, and we looked really nice because you know this is just who we are. <laughs> but and we had money to pay for the food, but it was like something was going on around us. And I kept seeing the hostess bring people to the table next to us, but they kept moving. So my two brothers are talking and I'm going to make, I'm sorry. I'm going to make, they're talking and I'm like, what is going on? And, and then the guy it was a, a, a male and two females. And he was like, you just, you're just going to keep trying to sit us near those people. And I'll never forget the feeling that I had because I said, guys, hold on. Something's not right, mm. and I said I called the hostess on. I said, "Ma'am, is everything okay?" She was like, "Yeah, yeah," and I was like, "No, it's not." And she was like, "Well, they just felt like you guys uh, look like a threat to them, but we we have on suits and ties and lobster and shrimp." And I said, you know, "I'm just I'm confused because I'm just like, oh, man. how do we look like a threat?" And it was she, and she started crying because I guess she wasn't expecting me to actually confront her. You know, I'm a big guy with a big beard, and I guess this made her feel uncomfortable. But it wasn't about me wanting to, I just wanted clarity. I wanted to make sure I felt and I knew what I was feeling was the truth. Make a long story short, I called the waiter, I mean, the manager over, I, I wrote a letter to the company and I did it the best way that I could do it because I wanted my voice to be heard. But I, I went home, I went back to my brother's house because I was still out there and it, it hurt me. I was hurt. And I didn't understand why I felt this. I'm like, this is still happening. This is 2019. Mm-hmm. So now to come back around and see this happening, I'm going back to Atlanta this Thursday for a few days. And it's like, okay, how am I going to process this? How am I going to move forward? I got to stay focused. I have to make sure that I'm grounded. I got to just make sure, you know, I'm really, really just in 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 my in my in my grace place because anything else will just be me going off, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go off because I don't. I don't feel like going off is going to really, it's gonna, it's not gonna solve anything. So, uh, pretty much, I've been balanced. I've been trying to mm-hmm. unplug. I've been talking to my people and just really saying, "Hey, I need, I need to talk." And it's been a community for me. It's, it's a few of my brothers that that I can tell them anything. I can, they'll take a bullet for me. And I think everybody needs yeah. that. They, I, I trust them. You know what I mean? Everybody needs wow. that.
0: Wow. You know. James, I, I saw your face as he was talking, and if if you don't mind me to uh, hypothesize and assume a little bit, I, I I felt that I saw not only slight disappointment, but you felt instantly uh, a certain burden. Yeah. Um, as he was speaking, can you kind of yeah. you want to you want to kind of take us there a little bit? Um, and like like I said, you know, we're speaking openly, and I I like that acronym hot. I, I like that. I like that a lot yeah. um you know because that's that's something that we need more of uh yeah what do you, what do you think james what do you think <sighs> I,
1: I think anno- annoyed is probably a really mild word mm-hmm. uh i was talking to a friend of mine the other day he's one of uh one of the musicians that play with me all the time and uh he's about my same age and he's got a a new baby and we just have a lot of similarities, you know, life wise. And then he called me up, and we were talking about things. He's he's white as well. Um, and and I just I just was on the phone, and I said, I cannot believe, I cannot believe that we are we are still dealing with this. Yeah. Like, dude, what the heck, man? <laughs> like and and he looked at me and he was just like you know yeah well you know and and he's you know in, in a sense he was not trying to justify anything that's going on because he was right where i was but i was like oh dude like i am legitimately like embarrassed to be a white dude right now like i am hmm. so mad at people who look like me and i mean the fact that that happens just it bugs the crap out of me, you know, and and I yeah. feel like and this gets back to what I was saying about the Lord discipline, disciplining those he loves, um, separating the wheat from the chaff. And, you know, God just said, James, they're, they're broken. Yeah. Broken people break others. <laughs> broken people fix systems to break others. I mean, broken things or, or broken people create broken things. And, right. and I, you know, God, God rules and reigns with righteousness and justice. They're, they're mm-hmm. both there. And my heart, I'll put it, I'll put it like this. Cause you, you know, we said we're in a very uh, safe space, a very open space. Absolutely. I am so, I'm so angry that this keeps happening. Enough is enough. Um, I'm so angry that that my brothers, even though I've never met you guys in person, like I'm so angry that that is your story. And I'm so sad. i'm I'm so saddened that that is the things that you have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Um, and in the same breath, i'm I'm angry and I'm sad, but I'm also broken. and I, and I just go, God, there are so many things that I'm also broken in and I need you. And, and I believe that, that in my anger and in my disappointment and in some ways in my shame, just because of every, you know, anybody that looks like me right now and what we're perpetuating, mm-hmm. um, whether it's, whether it's someone's heart or whether it's systematically um, I, I'm very aware that government cannot legislate heart change that is a fact. I'm very aware of that. And so my my prayer is just God, you say blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. Right. You you say you, you you say that that you oppose the proud and you give grace to the humble and and, and so in, in my own life I'm I'm I am trying to listen. I am trying to to understand. Uh, one of our amazing pastors uh, he's on our executive team. Uh, he's black, and, and he said something uh, about his prayer time. And, and he said, God, I just can't imagine what George Floyd was. was. I can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. And God responded to him and says, I don't want you to imagine it. I want you to feel it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want you to feel the desperation. I want you to feel the, the embarrassment. I want you to feel the why is no one helping me? Yeah. I don't need you to imagine it. I need you to feel it. And so my, my prayer and, and my calling right now is, is one to respond in, in love and in listening to, to my brothers and sisters of color, but it's also to respond uh, with very direct focus and go guys let's not you know to 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 anyone who's white who looks like me guys let's not focus on the riding let's not focus on the looting right now like what are y'all talking about people are hurting people are hurting and we are called (laughs) the ambassadors of reconciliation right now they don't need you to to debate the topic they need you to meet them where they're at in their emotions and and again that 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 goes back to the becoming more. If you want anything to change, you got to become empathetic. You got to become loving. You got to become listen, or you got to become patient. You got to become like the God that you're following.
0: Mm-hmm. You, you want to know what I, I was thinking as you were talking, um, because you know I I, I wanted this conversation, uh, James, with you because my heart goes to everybody, and there are similarities. That I can see, in what um, a a man, a Caucasian or a white man, and then the struggle of being put in a bucket, mm. right? Because you all look the same, yeah. Um, but not necessarily moving the same, yeah. You know, if you put a a, a bucket of crabs in a barrel. They're all not going to go in the same direction. Right Right? Uh, they're all not going to have the same intent. But if I look at it again as a police officer, I'm putting in that same bucket. Hmm. And we're not moving in every the same right. direction. Right? You hmm. know So I have uh, a heart for that because the same judgment that I can say, I understand that you know that you deal with, because yeah. of the umbrella right of being white in this and in this time right now right is the same uh although along the lines of being the same as me being a police officer and having that same heart I don't represent what I feel with my uniform my -hmm. uniform does not Mm -hmm. define me yeah you being white does not define you your heart does yeah so when I'm when I'm out on the street um in uniform and I feel that hate I feel Mm -hmm. you know that distrust I feel all of that my heart wants to say Isaiah still loves y'all I I still got my my job is to protect you but on the outside all you see is the color the blue yeah understand what I'm saying and I I really want to sift towards a conversation um just like you demonstrated that upon the opportunity lending a voice that's sincere lending a voice Mm -hmm. that can be heard and realistically lending a voice that we can actually understand. Yeah. I understood what you just said to me just now.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I understood that. I understood the pain that you even feel and the embarrassment you feel because of the fact that you know you can't control the dynamic that of everybody that even looks like you. Yeah. As a cop, I can't control the dynamic of everybody that does what I do for a living. Yeah. I'm put in the same bucket nevertheless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my walk, my light has to shine through that. And th- this is what you've done. And I commend you for that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I commend you. For, I really do. I really, because it's, it's, that takes courage.
2: It does. It, it does. takes courage.
0: Um, you know, uh, personally from, from a perspective, you know, in, in that same vein, you know, we, we stand in, we're going to take some questions very soon. Um, I want to hold you guys. Um, thank you again for lending us your time. You, you guys have been dynamic. Okay, let oh, me just really. stop and say that you guys have been dynamic. Seriously. It's all James, It's time. all James.
1: <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I,
0: I mean, I'm I'm so inspired and uplifted. And honestly, I, I feel so good having just talked with you both. I really yeah. do. This has been um, fun,
1: man. Super cool. This,
0: this is this has been really good. This has been really good. Um, but but Percy, from if I can shift gears for a second mm-hmm. and if I can tap into the musicality of everything, right? Okay. Um and this is more of a question and uh, the Mm -hmm. only reason i'm i'm asking this question is because i've been asked this question
2: got
0: it and that question is as minstrels as musicians as singers even as artists do you believe um and this is a question i pose to both of you but personally you you answer first do you believe now is the right time to release new music
2: i struggle with that i struggled because i was supposed to release it in march Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I really, really was like, Lord, you know, I know your word says that my times are in your hands and I believe that, you know, you order my steps. But I really struggled with that. And then I felt as if there was a release in my spirit, not to sound uh, uh, deep, but I felt like there was something that God wanted me to learn in this process. See, what I mean by that is that in, in the natural, or should I say the normal life, the single is released and you hustle and you go from church to church, you mm-hmm. spread the song, you minister the song, you sell the project, you get, you get it. But he had to remind me back, he had to remind me once again, that if I called you to do it, I'll breathe on it. If God breathes on something, it doesn't matter what time you're in. So let me say it this way. If God said it, then I believe that it's time for you to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this requires relationship. Mm-hmm. And this is why he told me I had to reset. Because I was going by what the natural thing to do in regards to releasing a project. But what I didn't realize is that God was gonna have I can't even tell you about all of the words, the prophetic words that came to me at the end of the year and the beginning of the year. This was a year for me of launch. I wanna I want to like call those people now and say, What were you eating before you prophesied to me? What were you drinking? But why isn't it the year of launch? Hmm. Because it doesn't look like the year of launch in my natural eyes. Hmm. I had to really understand that, that God sees it differently. So instead of me trying to make it look like the norm, how do I just go with what God says and trust them along the way? Yeah. And and I want to be really really clear about that. There is a time and point where you must not lean unto your own understanding, yeah. seriously. But in all thy ways, acknowledging me. He would direct your past. So I'm leaning into that. I'm releasing a song. I'm not worried about deadlines. Isaiah used to get text messages. I used to be stressed out. I'm like, bro, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do, bro. I said, bro, can I borrow $5, bro? I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> but it's just like, <laughs> I just don't know. You're like, oh my God, like I don't know. But it's like, whoa, calm down. Yeah, He's, he's called you to this. Yeah. He's ordained you for this time. Why not prove God in the midst of what looks like a worldwide crisis? Why not prove God? Yeah. So I'm releasing a song as soon as possible. So yes, okay. Okay. can you release a song during this time? Absolutely, if it is God's will for your life, by all means, hear the will of the Lord and go forward.
0: Because you know, and I'm I'm glad you explained it uh, in that way, um, because that's going to encourage somebody that believes. Um, because we. we we understand the, the, the silent dynamics that goes along sometimes with being an artist, right? Mm. There, there, there are unwritten rules, yeah. um, that we are to abide by. Yep. understand yep. What I'm saying? Um, and perception is huge. You know, mm-hmm. so who wants, who wants to be that, that, that guy or gal, um, that releases something at this point in time and just to be an opportunist of the moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. Let me, let me write a song. Um, That's that's good for the time. And let me get that bad boy out there, because I'm I'm anticipating that because of what you feel now is relevant to what I'm writing. Mm -hmm. So your attention should just go right to it. Um, That's the fear, Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be looked at as that person. Right. Right. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you could be not doing what God told you to do. Sure. Right um you know james what's what do you what do you think on that because you know it's it's so easy to fall into that that level of oh what do i do you know right yeah. wrong left right push don't push you know follow them here and follow what they're saying you know you know i don't, I don't want to be looked at as you know how, how do you free yourself from that type of
1: strain and <laughs> you know i'm saying I I would love to answer this question like I like I know the answer or that I'm above all the things and feelings but I'm to, <laughs> I'm totally not dude. I am totally not. I I would say this, uh, you know, Percy obviously has something that he's he's actively trying to to get out right now. I y'all like I I was that guy like two nights ago. I wrote a tune. Mm. And dude, it was one of those things. I haven't had a, a song drop in my lap like that in a long time. And it's, mm. and it was, it was a worship song. It was a prayer, but it was also something that's just describing what people are are thinking and feeling. And I'm like, and, and, and the title was breathe again, mm. specifically thinking about George Floyd. Mm. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I, I texted I texted my, my dudes like three three of like my closest worship friends who are all black and I said guys I need you <laughs> I need you <laughs> to just tell me if this song one like as an artist or as as musicians does this suck or not but also what is this? You know? And I was just mm-hmm. like, yo, cause I could see this being like a, like a, we are the world type vibe. Cause you know, uh, we, we are now called victory church, but for almost 30 years, we were victory world church. Mm-hmm. So the world means something to us, you know, the, mm-hmm the nations mean something to us. It's not that we just see white or black or, or, you know, Brown it's, we see, you know, we see Nigeria, we see uh, Japan, we see uh, uh, Croatia, we see all of these uh, different countries and what they represent and cultures. And, you know, I, I said of this, this song and I was like, guys, I, I real I feel very unqualified trying to write a song about this. But, but like you said, Percy, like, I, but I, I, you know i i like voice memoed all this and i was like guys you can tell me it sucks i just haven't had a song drop in my lap like this in a, in a, in a long time and you know one of one of the one of the lyrics was god would you would you speak peace to the pieces of this heart mm-hmm. and breathe and i will breathe in all you are uh and that the, that's actually the chorus and it's the 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 core the it later it goes on to say I want to live I want to dream and I want a future where I can breathe again wow wow and man. and I was like hey man I'm not the guy who's like my song is the jam but I was like that's not bad I was like that's not bad not and bad. and I and I just said. <laughs> You know, hey guys, let me know and, and get back to me, and and obviously just was like, yo, if you got any changes to make it stronger, that kind of thing. But I, what I will say this is this: I think it's I think it's great to release new music because I think faith, the way that I, I love to say it, because when i meet someone who who may might be far away from Jesus, right? I think this kind of makes it a little easier for them to understand. I just I just simply say this: faith is believing for more than you know. Hmm not believing in something, but believing for it's, it's, it's a belief and a faith and a trust and an expectation in the future. And so uh, our, our leadership, you know, months and weeks ago said, this is not a time for man's wisdom. This is a time for God's direction. And so if you're, if you're, if you are, if you are hearing the voice of God saying, put that out, you know, I, I think we need creatives who can meet people where they're at, you know, and that, that song that I just referenced, like in my mind, That might be, and I think this is the beauty of God. In my mind, I'm going, I feel super unqualified. In my mind, I'm going, this could be a song written by a white dude that really might be a a, a song that helps someone who doesn't look like me unpack some hurt and some pain in years of anger or years of just oppression or whatever whatever that emotion is. And I'm going, to me, that's pretty beautiful. Because that's the body of Christ. You know, Mm, like that's what heaven looks like is all colors, all creeds, every nation coming together and worshiping one God. And so um, I would say if you've got it, my friends, whoever's on the other side of this, you know, watching or listening. Mm -hmm. If you've got something that's that's kind of burning a hole through your pocket, put it out Um, Mm -hmm. prayerfully, put it out. But we we need here's the last thing I will say, and I know that we're totally going long. Uh, if you don't have a song right now that you go, I want to put it out, you should be cultivating and crafting songs in this season. If you're not, you are not putting purpose to this pandemic and you are not putting purpose to all of this tension right now that we're feeling because this is a time, man, when we are literally being in a sense forced with all yeah. of the sin, everything that easily entangles us right now, we are being forced to deal with it and come back to that first love, Right. Mm-hmm. to I come back I'm to so the glad. simplicity in the gospel. Yeah.
0: Right. I'm so glad you said that because, you know, as creatives, we are, we are mandated to be productive. Yeah. Um, we cannot stay stagnant um, yeah. in a time like this. This is just like we are seeking to hear God. Uh, we should be asking him. As this is what you instilled in me, this is what you put in me. Give me the tools to utilize them for your glory in this moment. Yeah. yeah. Um. And 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 my answer to that is, um, don't ever feel as if um, the gift that God gave you um, is ever at an inopportune moment to use it. Yeah. Um. Because we we can. I let me digress. I have funneled myself. Uh, in all transparency, into um, a box to say, uh, maybe they don't like that. And they don't, you know, maybe this shouldn't be what I do right now. And there's been opportunities that I have missed. Mm. And those opportunities have been very clear to me that mm. I've missed them. It's, it's almost mm. like, like God, I was driving down the highway and, you know, those big billboards. And it just says, hey, bud, you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> You know um that's how clear and apparent it is yeah um so i I think if you're a writer write if you are a singer sing if if you are an organizer organize do what what do what you do you know um, i'll be honest with you i've i've written had to be at least 10 12 songs in the last month and Mm. it's and some of it i'm you know when i write like that i just write and i'll come back to it later Yeah, I'll you know. Yep, I'll come back to it like all right. Well, it's there, and (laughs) I'll reference back to it, and Mm because you know, I'm we're we're our own worst critics when it comes to these things.
1: Yes, we are absolutely. Um,
0: But I'll also say that just like you, a song that has been so potent that I wrote, and um, it came to me, actually last Sunday, uh, and I was leading worship, um, and it was. Probably one of the hardest Sundays that I've had, mm. um, and I thought I was—I thought I was hiding it well. I promise you, I did. I thought I was, you know, masking the hurt and the pain that I felt. Um, but my heart was shattered. I was broken. I, I, and it was such a struggle for me. It was such a struggle. And you know, as men, I'm good. I'm all right. I'll get over it. You know. Right. You know, I'm good. Um, and I—I I, I really wasn't. I really wasn't. I was so um, just, just there. You know, I had a hard time. But one of the 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 song that came to me um, was called "Black and Blue," and the first line, the first line of that song that came to me, um, and it was it said, "I'm black and blue, and I have scars from both of you." Wow. Um, Mm. And when I read it back to myself, I said, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you write song and it's like, like, you know. Can
1: I say that? <laughs> like,
0: you know, you, you get you get that moment where it's like, oh man, like what's up? Whew. You know, you you and then it just flowed because the perspective that I had, and this is coming to you guys' point, this perspective that I had. I knew it was God because it 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 reached every side of me. It reached me as a man, it reached me as a, a police officer, it reached me as a father, it reached me as a businessman, it reached me as a worship leader, it reached me it, it, it reached me in every area of my life. Um and when when I got finished writing it, I mean it was literally two pages long. God knows you There was no A-A-B-A. There was no lyrical structure. It was just like, boom, here it is. Take it. You know, Um, but I said all that to say the fear I had attached to it, the fear I had in being okay with what was given to me is what I had to deal with. Mm. Um, And and I think that's what's being dealt with now. It's the fear of... Am I correct? Is that I really hear what I thought I heard? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And these are the moments where you have to step back and really tap in to get confirmation and instruction. Um, So, you know, I I, I wanted to to ask you guys that because, you know, I I respect and adore you guys' musicianship so much. Um, And like I said, that was a question that was supposed to be. But speaking of questions, guys, I wanna, before we let go, let you guys go. Uh, very in about five minutes but I wanted to see if would you guys mind if we take a few questions if there are any. Yeah man um from sure, sure. take a look at 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 Facebook. Uh guys, if you have any questions, let them go now, pour them in. Uh thank you guys again for sticking with us. Uh this has been amazing. Um but if you guys don't have any questions, I'm just gonna read through some of the comments um cool. that was that was said because I think you guys should be encouraged that you know you came here and you helped someone and I, I want to hear that. I want you to hear that um wow this is amazing uh comments like um uh, uh wow this is you know i'm in awe uh, great words um you know you know facts is facts you know real real big, like <laughs> real capital facts um you know uh absolutely the, when we were talking about connection uh there was a comment that said the connection is mandatory not even an option it's mm. mandatory yeah um mm. you know uh actually we did have a question and it says, um, what role do worship leaders have outside of the physical building, and how is it achieved? You guys wanna hit that real fast? I'll, I'll read it again. Uh, what role do worship leaders have outside of the physical building, um, and how is that achieved?
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, James? No, go for it, bro. You got it.
0: So,
2: uh, well, to be honest with you, I mean, after, after leading leaving worship corporately, uh, I, I realized that I need to be a servant uh, at my home and in my community, um, okay. I think people look at worship leading as being like this—this, um, uh, this—I um, don't know, this excelled position that uh, that comes with so many perks and so many. But but I've been challenged uh, even leading worship. I've been challenged to to make sure that I'm leading my home. Uh, okay. I've been challenged to make sure that I'm presenting uh, Christ. I can't just worship the Lord on a public platform. Uh, Bishop Dale Bronner says, to be, to have public success and have a private failure, you're actually failing. Mm -hmm. So, so as, as, as a worshiper outside of that, what am I doing to make sure that I'm being made whole, that I'm not just serving and bleeding, that I'm not just, so, so it's like finding things to do that will allow me to still serve, but also will allow me to create this, uh, this this wholeness that I don't need a stage that I don't need the mic that I don't need a platform, and it's mm-hmm. finding those things that will help you keep a balance in your life. So, what wow. can you do as a worshipper or a worship leader outside of the church? Serve, yes, yeah, or uh, 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 represent Christ. Um, um, be be productive in business. Um, mm-hmm. People at my job they don't see me worshiping on a stage, but they see me walking and saying, "Good morning, hope all is well. You guys, good." They see that part of me that will speak to them more than my stage because they're not coming to the church
1: yeah wow so
2: me being a representer of Christ I'm not just representing him I'm representing him to people in my worship what is my worship presenting my body as a living sacrifice unto God so wow. that's what we need to be doing that's that's how we that's that's how we doing that's that's what we need to do
1: yeah that's man that's so good um the one thing that I, I'll add to that because uh, i think you 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 said it so well we we need to also be shepherds
2: mm.
1: anybody that's, that's a worship cool. leader um i have i've met some worship leaders uh man i remember the worship pastors mm. the, the worship pastors are the ones that have truly changed my life because they're yeah. shepherds they they you know yeah. you, anybody can lead you somewhere Right. Mm -hmm. But 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 there there are very few pastors, there are very few shepherds, there are very few um, that that take care of you while they lead you. And I think I think uh, and and again, I don't know who who asked the question. I don't know how big your congregation is. I don't know how big your team is. Um, But one of my one of my guys that kind of mentors me from afar, uh, his name is Rick Pino. I don't know if you guys have ever heard him. Mm. Um, His name is Rick Pino, P-I-N-O. Um yes sir. Dude, we know. We know. like we know. dude, we need more worship mothers and fathers. We need that. If you are oh, if you are a musician out there and you're an insane musician but you rarely care about people, my friend. Mm-hmm. Put down Put down the conversation that's only about music, that's only about production, that's only about chord changes and writing, and get into people's lives. They need you. It's so important. They need wow. you. And, and, that's, and that's exactly what Percy was saying. Serve, get involved in the community, like, like take care of people. And mm-hmm. I, it, it's weird for me to say that sometimes because I'm the baby of my family, I'm only 32. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to fa- I have four kids, y'all. I'm only 32. Like wow. I'm, I'm doing decent for the age that I got. Like <laughs> I have a lot to show for it. But I, I've, I, I have, ha- I have two, two young ladies that have been with me for for a while. They they were students when I was um, in our youth group, and they they are both um, women of color. They are amazing women of God they don't look like me but they have my heart and they share a lot of that same spiritual d- dna and when you don't have a platform or maybe maybe you don't have a set list to to lead you need to find a person to love because man, that is leading worship because you're leading someone into God's presence. You're leading God into the thing. You're leading people into the things that God is. He's love. Yeah. He's patience. He is mercy. He's he goodness. He is kindness. He's all those different things. And if you just equate it to music, my friend, like you are missing mm-hmm. the point. I mean, I have me been si- like, I've been seated at tables, like doing big conferences and big retreats for like, you know, seven, 800 people. And like sitting with production and sitting with the worship team, and all they want to talk about is soundboards and chords and songs. (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm like, guys, can we please talk about something else? Like, ask me how I'm doing in my life. (laughs) You know, like, right. Because that's what we think worship is. Yeah. And we're missing the point. That's the expression. It's not all of it. It's not all all of it. it. And, and, one of my favorite books, and I say this because maybe you guys know about this book, but uh, this is for your listeners. If you guys have never heard of it, it's a it's a book called "How to Worship a King." It's uh, mm-hmm. it's by one of Gateway's uh, worship pastors. His name is Zach Niece. The title is "How to Worship a King." Um, mm-hmm. He just simply said, "Worship is love expressed mm-hmm. to God." It can look it, it can look so many different ways. So, again, yeah. getting back to the racial tensions, getting back to the pandemic. We are worshiping Jesus when we love the, our neighbors. We are worshiping Jesus when we express our love and they, they hear and they feel and they see something tangibly different in us and our expressions. And um, we can express love for Jesus off a platform. You know, it, it, we don't need that. We, we just like, like wow. you said, Percy, of just getting alone with God and be like, God, I, I acknowledge your presence. I acknowledge that you're here. Absolutely. Like your wow. beauty, even in nature, God, your beauty is all around me. Yeah. I see your create, your creative heart that you've placed inside of me. It's all around me. And I think acknowledging just the presence of God, that's worship in and of itself. Absolutely. That's worship in and of wow. itself.
0: Wow. Well, everybody, there you have it. I mean, I don't <laughs> even need to say anything else. Um, you know, I, I have to, again, I I thank you both so much. Coming on My and pleasure. sharing your heart, and thoughts, um, and and just your your experience, um, both as a worship leader, but as men, uh, yeah. as leaders, um, as people. Um, and yeah. again, I, I appreciate your transparency. I appreciate your boldness and willingness to have conversation about difficult things. You know, mm. uh, and um, I commend you both. Um, but bef- you know, before we go. Um, definitely you'll give us your last words. You know, you can tell us, you know, your social media, I have it here mm-hmm. as well, but you know, if you want to tell us your social media, if you have anything going on, you know, this is your time, just, just send us out, you know, your, your favorite, whatever the case may be, uh, send <laughs> us out, send us out with something, you know, um, just so we can, um, you know, we can, we can leave with your voice.
2: So my social media is Percy Robinson on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me, um, Purcell Robinson is my government name that's on Facebook um uh yeah i'm actually jumping on a 10 o'clock call to impart and worship leaders uh in 15 minutes so nice. i'm like i'm on this train uh this this uh amazing train that i'm I'm excited about um tuning in. Uh, but yeah what do you say i said i'll be tuning in oh you'll be tuning in great um uh <laughs> what i want to leave with everyone is uh open the eyes of my heart Lord. I want to see you. I need to see you. I pray that you really understand the lyrics of that song, and it be your daily, uh, your daily request that God really open the eyes of your heart, that you see Him for who He is, and that you really experience Him in such a major way, because God is waiting for us to show up. He's already, He already has everything we need, but He's saying, "Will you come to Me?" without asking me for anything. Will you just ask me for me? And uh, I just pray that you really, really seek him wholeheartedly. Seek him strong. Seek him strong because there is a there is such a depth that God has for each and every one of us. And um, I believe that there's a stirring that's going on even now. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into all that. But in any event, just go with God.
0: <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. James. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, my um, my Instagram handle is uh, James Goddard <laughs> underscore music. Uh, guys, it, it would it would I would be so happy if you guys bought Percy's song whenever it comes out. So that's my little plug for <laughs> you. Remember, he's got a song out, guys. Go go buy it. Don't just stream it. Like people buy things. It really helps artists out big time. <laughs> it really you does. Are. It really does. Um, man. I would, I would just say, um, I feel this really strongly right now. Remember that faith is believing for more than you know, and that's how we need to live. We need to, we need to live by faith. Uh, this is something that I stole from a mentor uh, a long time ago, but this is like, this is what my family lives by. Is, is we are going to be known by faith. Uh, excuse me, we are going to live by faith to be known by love and to be a voice of hope to the world. Mm. Wow. As for me and my house, we're going to live by faith, be known by mm-hmm. love, and be a voice of hope to the world. And it's hard to be any of those other things unless you are living by faith. Um, and and I, I really just encourage every single person, whether you're creative or uh, whether, you know, writer, worship leader, musician, mm. It, worship is way more than music. You got to live a life in such a way where you put yourself in a moment where you go, "I have to believe that God is the God of the invisible. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. to believe that I can say something, and something that I never would, would have even dreamed of is going to happen because I said something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write something and get a download that's invisible. Put it on paper, and it's gonna have yeah. an amazing, transformative moment. Because I was, I was a 16 year old kid. That someone just said, hey, man, we'll see you next month. And I fell into this leading worship thing. And there are there, there have been so many songs that I go, I, I have no idea if that's even good that I've written. And, and I, I had a young person say this. Um, and hopefully this, this speaks to somebody. I had a young person say, James, um, you're...
0: Whew.
1: Yeah. They said, I got saved to your song. And what they meant by that was your song was playing in this big, massive gym at a youth retreat. When I decided to give my life to Jesus, your song was the anthem of the moment that I decided to give my life to Jesus. And my friends, if you are writers, if you are creators, live your life in such a way where you live by faith. And that invisible download, and that and that song that that is completely invisible. Once you make it tangible, once you create it and, it, and it goes from an idea to a creation. Live by faith and go. I believe that this is from the Lord. I believe that yeah. I'm called for such a time as this, and I believe my song will be a, a song and, and the music of a generation going forward. And it's those it's it's been those comments, man, that have kept me in the game. Because I look, yep. at, I look at guys like you and I go, man, you guys could play circles around me, like legit. Like I'm not the best vocalist. I'm not the best writer. I'm not the best. All of these different things. We all do it, right? We all do it. But I live my life in such a way that goes, I'm on this earth to tell people the story of God. Absolutely. And I may not be the best, but that's not what I'm called to be. I'm called to be obedient. I'm that's called it, to so- be faithful. And I'm called to be loving. And and my friends, any creatives out there, if you give your life to that, if that's who you choose to become, your life is going to mean a whole lot. You're going to leave a lot oh, behind. Wow. Live by faith, wow. be known by love, and be a voice wow. of hope to the world.
0: Wow. Wow. Everybody, you heard it. I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, the, the, these, that two is brothers, like... brothers, these two brothers just 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 blew my mind and you know again thank you so much uh both of you thanks for having I, us man you know i My i, I speak life into you both i speak life i speak success i speak you know that everything that you desire your heart, that it comes to fruition pursue a album, thank you, you know everything that you desire because of your obedience is going to come to fruition because you serve because you lead because you check up on folks i guarantee you and i declare it today that you're mm-hmm. going to reap and you are going to sow what you've sowing into others you really will you You really will and i mean for both for both of you i mean even tonight even tonight because of we, we don't we don't know the day or the hour but we know that if we abide by what god has given us and we are sincere to it that our, just our simple voice will touch and, and heal. It, it can be the, the, the pathway to somebody's deliverance. And I believe on tonight, both of you did just that. You were obedient to what you heard, mm-hmm. you were obedient to the call, and you definitely were obedient to the gift that he's given to both of you. So I say thank you from the bottom of my heart, mm-hmm. I thank you. Um, so everybody, thank you again for tuning in. I'm gonna let these two brothers go. Thank y'all so much for coming on in. Um, and we will definitely talk soon.
1: Love Thanks. y'all. Thank y'all.
0: Yeah. Everybody. I don't know. I'm I'm full. I'm overjoyed. I mean, this this was an amazing experience. An amazing opportunity to just learn and to ex and just share and you know, the Bible says iron sharpens iron, you know, and I, I believe we should all be sharper on tonight. Um, so I want to encourage you all that are watching um, that you have a voice, you are loved, you are special in God's eyes. Uh, there is nothing that you cannot do succeed in. There is no weight too strong, too hard and too bearing that God cannot lift and to leave you from. Um, I know this is a time of mourning, this is a time of great burden, Um, but hopefully on tonight you felt some relief. Hopefully on the tonight you felt uh, that you weren't alone. Hopefully on tonight you heard from these men, uh, their stories and you were inspired and helped by their truths, by their experiences, by their openness and by them leading by them being led and allowing themselves to be led. It's a powerful thing to deny yourself the splendor of being the controlling mechanism of your life. But when you surrender and understand there's a greater purpose for you, there's a greater calling and a a, a higher calling and a higher entity above you that is pulling the strings on your behalf. I promise you, I assure you, you can hear from me that you will be okay so again my name is Isaiah Jamel I love you all thank you again for tuning in we will see you soon look for uh, another post for our next guest I'm not going to tell you who it is just yet uh, but know it's coming this week Uh, so again you can follow me uh, the Lego effect on Instagram Facebook and YouTube Um, you can follow me Isaiah Jamel again on Facebook Uh, instagram and youtube but until then thank you so much and we will see you soon god bless